Hello, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 134. Holy cow, that is quite the number. My name's Chris. We're recording Wednesday, May 18th, 2022, and today I am joined by the illustrious James Halliday, the lord of BLP Entertainment. James, how are you doing this fine, fine day in your dapper dress? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Thank you nice, for asking. Yeah. I am COVID free. And That's the way to be. Me too. Yeah. Uh, internet high five. Yeah, there we go. We did it. Everybody saw it with their ears. Yes, that's what the, they clearly saw it with their ears and heard it with their eyes. eyes. Um, <laughs> I was going for some like NPR Terry Gross energy because I heard a snippet of fresh air on my drive home from work Ooh. yesterday. Nice. Uh, anyhow. Um, I have lost my way. There we go. Um, <laughs> Come James, back to the light. James, I'm I'm scrambled like an egg uh, because that's mostly what I do at work now is scramble eggs because we sell so many <laughs> egg sandwiches. Um, and with that, we're going to jump right into the lowdown, dive in like a swan dive into the deep end. Uh, listener, if you want to be a part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you just need us to weigh in on, or even if it's not a pressing question and you're just like, I want to hear these idiots say something that I thought of. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter uh, for as long as Twitter still exists, which is at uh, MN Gamers Podcast. If you're not a Twitter user, which I don't blame you, it's a hellscape. Uh, you can reach us the good old fashioned way via email which is podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. MostlyNormalGamers.com is our wonderful out-of-date website uh, that I swear we'll fix someday. And uh, you can also sign up for uh, the on-hold Mostly Normal Monthly, uh, which is found at MNGamers.Substack.com or can be signed up for at our website, Um the Substack address is where you can find all 12 back issues. I'm pretty proud of them, and I think they're worth checking out, uh, especially if you like reading reviews. Um, finally, we have our voicemail box through Google Voice, which is 507-291-2991, which is a great way to reach us if you want to leave a question, comment, review snippet for us to share on the show, or any odd piece of audio that you want us to include. Fun fact about yeah. that number there. You can just punch that sucker in as a contact and you can just call that contact mostly normal gamers. And then you know what? You can just open it up and text a, text it, you know, or, hey, I'm going to give him a call. I've just thought of something. I'm going to give him a call. That's what I do. I, I did. <laughs> I just uh, I threw it in there. I still have it in my phone. So it's like having a dialogue with uh, a friend who only responds to you via podcasts your <laughs> weekly podcast recording <laughs> ah yes my dear friend mostly normal we speak once a week <sighs> with that we're gonna jump into a sick what you've been playing segment uh where i will say i'm playing all the same stuff from last week and uh, don't have any bright shiny new things to say really uh still digging Eudion chronicles um, but just didn't have a ton of game time in the last week, uh, and playing Hearthstone, but I have nothing of, of substance to say about Hearthstone other than it steals <laughs> your soul and don't do it. So with that, uh, I want to hear what you've been playing, James. Well, I've been playing Final Fantasy XII. The Zodiac Age? Yeah, that's the one. I was like, you know what? I've, I've never played it. And uh, that's a bit of a lie. I have a little bit like way back when it first came out, I rented it and I remember taking it home. This is like the this is the first Final Fantasy since Final Fantasy 10 for me. I never played 11. Uh, I never had the I... adapter for my PlayStation 2 to play online. So I think a I... lot of people skipped 11. I, I don't know that the MMO Final Fantasy crossover quite was like. I know I was in the same position where I played a lot of 
10. Yeah. Took a break for 11. And then um, I actually, <laughs> adult me would go back and uh, gently prod myself. Uh, but I actually was so excited about Final Fantasy 12 that I bought Dragon Quest 8 for a chance to play the Final Fantasy 12 demo. Oh, uh, no because, way. And because Dragon Quest 8's art was sick because it was like, basically playing Dragon Ball Z. Um, yeah. But I uh, bounced super hard off of both of them. Uh, and so it took me a long time to get into uh, both of those games, uh, which I now really hold in high esteem. Uh, so I- I'm curious, you went from 10 to 12, and what were your thoughts? So when I first played 12, I remember bringing it at home. I was so excited. This is going to be the next Final Fantasy, the next big one. I plugged it in and I started playing for maybe an hour. And then I took the game back. I I just, I was like, this ain't Final Fantasy. The combat was so different that it threw me off. And like, you're going from a turn-based system, right? To now you've essentially got a, uh, you move your characters around freely in combat and they attack on an interval. You set what like kind of what they're going to be doing. It played real different. And uh, and I don't know. I wasn't I, I was not. That's not what I rented the game for. Like I was expecting a different type of game. And um, I thought the changes were not enjoyable changes. So I took it back. Anyway, mm. the other day. I was sitting there and I was like, what am I, what am I going to play? I didn't feel like playing Elden Ring. I felt like playing something. I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy lately because uh, every once in a while I get that hankering and I go through a half dozen of them. Um, so I was playing, I beat Final Fantasy nine. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy two on my phone. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to play some 12. And so I downloaded it because I knew it was on PSN. So, or uh, PS Now. Um, and so I downloaded it to my uh, PlayStation and I've been playing it. And I've played maybe two or three hours of it, tops. So I'm not especially far. Mm-hmm. I've done the tutorial area, the spot that I, I that threw, made me go, what the, what the heck is this the first time around? Played through all of that. And now I'm running around, uh, um, doing errands before some sort of like festival or some dinner dinner plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've just got a light stone so I can break in to the dinner or something like that. I'm the characters first and foremost, not doing anything for me yet. I don't know. They haven't really had a huge chance to develop. Uh, I know that this one character, Vaughn, wants to be a sky pirate. Cool. Absolutely love that aspiration. I hope his dreams come true because sky pirating sounds badass. Um, And then he's got another orphan friend with him. And uh, you get to choose their classes. Very interesting choice in this style of game. So I, I went with what I thought was their default classes just judging by their attire and the way their attitudes are so i went with like the clearly the rogue or thief class for vaughn oh and for then, the the street rat kid yeah. is, of course yeah want to know a fun so, thing about Final him- fantasy 12 the zodiac age yeah what what is that He's not supposed to be a thief. And I only know this from listening to the Axe of the Blood God podcast, which is a great RPG podcast. But they um, went on and on about like, oh, yeah, like all of these characters like weirdly are specialized in things that you wouldn't expect. Uh, And so me being me, when I started this game over on the the Switch, which I think it is a a great Switch game, in my opinion, because of doing the you almost like program the battles ahead of time and then they play out and you can do the 4x fast forward and they go play out really fast yeah Um, i've been messing around with that times time speed thing but i haven't gotten to like i i don't know if i haven't gotten the equipment they told me about my what is it called like the the that preset sort of info like you you turn it on gambit the gambit system yeah so i've I've turned that on for both characters, but I don't know what it does. So 
let's take a step back to finish yeah. the thought I was saying. I looked up like if I want to use all 12 classes, I think yeah. there's 12, um, one for each zodiac. Zodiac, yeah. yeah. Um, you multi class each character, each character can pick up a second class. And okay, so I yeah. looked up what is there's like a guide that's like this is the best two classes for each character to hit all of them. Okay, Whereas there's like a separate thought process for min maxing it to min max it and be like, look, you really just need like three samurai and two black mages or whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Um, so in order to get full coverage, I like looked at a guide. But that's me and my brain's broken. And most times when I play JRPGs, I'm like, I just want to min-max. How do I do that? Um, yeah. So I'm curious to hear, you know, if you do stick with it, how how things progress. Um, I also found early on that system to be really frustrating because it's like central to how you're supposed to play the game. And I don't feel like they... I mean, I guess they must kind of tutorialize it, but basically the system is you're going to be given um, targets and you're going to be given like verbs and you're going to be given connectors for them. And so like, it's kind of like being able to literally be like doing if then programming for each character. And then as you go further into the game, you'll unlock more things to slot in. And so maybe at first you'll have like, you can tell Van attack the nearest enemy. And so Van's first priority is always going to be attack the nearest enemy. But then maybe Van also could get a thing that says use potion, use item potion. And yeah, okay. use item potion on friend whose health is equal Below. to less yeah. than yeah. 60%. Gotcha. And then depending on where in the stack you put it, right? Because there's going to be a, a order to this. If you have number one B, use item potion friend whose health is less than or equal to 60%. He'll automatically stop attacking the nearest enemy and use potion to get that person above 60% health before then going to ability two, which is I'm going to attack the nearest enemy. Um, yeah. Which... I love that sounds you know that that sounds like a lot of people would be like this is absolute garbage but I am I I work with Excel Excel spreadsheets a lot I love playing with formulas I literally build Excel spreadsheets for uh, my D&D characters that I make using (laughs) like formulas to like auto calculate and and uh, I, I love that stuff like that. That really interests me. Why I never got into like coding ever. Like I, I've tried it multiple times. I've made a video game, but I've not like it's not good by any means. And the coding for me, it's like I get it to a point and then I fall off. But simple if thens or um, and stuff like that. Uh, Excel stuff like I get that. I love that stuff. So I think this is something that I could really get behind. I just got to get to that point where I'm allowed to do that because I haven't, they haven't really done that so far. What it is, it's like you set your attack or your special thing. And like the, the one that pisses me off the most is the fact that if an enemy, like I kill an enemy, there's a group of them. There's a group of five enemies I'm fighting. I kill one enemy. My guy just stops doing anything. I have to actually go back in, select attack, and the next target and that drives me nuts i just want to be like go get clearly there are more things to fight dude keep attacking the next thing like and uh then i'll interject with like oh my health is low i'm gonna use the potion right Mm -hmm. but uh yeah it just does drive me a little bit ticks me out like just gets me a little whenever he just like stops doing anything while enemies are attacking you it's like dude come on get your head out of your ass yeah and and I think the game should get you enough gambits early on to like take your hands off the wheel a little bit. If okay. Not a lot of it um, pretty early on. Okay, um, cool. I would encourage you go, there'll be vendors. Like you literally go buy the 
items and abilities. Yeah. I've been noticing that more and more. Like I was like, Oh, I unlocked Libra for my main character. Cool. So I can get more information on enemies like that. Uh, Oh, it's not working. I don't have any information. Check my techniques. Not a technique that's there. What's going on? I'm really confused. And then I realized that you can buy a Libra from a vendor. And I was like, oh, it's a I need this item in my inventory in order to use it. Yeah. Or something. So the leveling system is is a license board where yeah. you earn the privilege to use certain weapons, items or abilities and then you still also have to have access to that spell, that item, or that ability, independent of saying this character is allowed to use it. Yeah. If that makes sense. And uh, it's been years since I played this, and even more years since I had to like think through the steps of like beginning to figure this stuff out. So, you know, pardon me if I'm like misleading you at all, because it, it's literally been three years since I beat it. And it took me like three years of slowly playing the game to get all the way through it because I kept getting distracted. Gotcha. Um, I love um, in Final Fantasy X, the sphere grid, right? Where you're getting to go along this path and figure out, oh, like I can build this direction in that direction. Um, I think the license board is a a natural progression of that system. um, And and I really liked it um, once I grokked it. I do feel like, and I'm picking up on this in the way you're talking about the game. There is a sense of like, weird layers of separation from what you would just how you expect a final fantasy specifically but just a jrpg to work like there's this level of friction and a level of like one extra step that you should be taking or one extra thing you need to be thinking about before you can just do the thing that you think you're supposed to be able to do at that time and i remember that being a little bit of a turnoff for me at first too Um, yeah i i I see what i know what you're saying it's the other thing about this board which is essentially yeah it's a it's a very like it's a much more open-ended sphere grid right like you can literally go in almost any direction you can slide the cursor around and see what each block represents and what you can do um i've been starting like so i i want to know like how much of this grid um can a character fill like, is it potential to fill the entire grid? Like in the sphere grids, you filled, a, you completed a sphere grid and then you moved on to the next essentially class. Like you deviated into another class. Um, so is that kind of how the multi-classing is going to work? I'm going to fill this out and then I'm going to move to the next one. Or am I only going to fill out maybe like a f- small fraction of the board by the time I finish the game? I am pretty sure, and again, don't 100% quote me on this, but each license board, so each of the Zodiac classes you choose from gives you a unique license board for that class. Okay, yeah. So you'll, for each character, by the time you're at the end of the game, they'll each have two classes license boards. Yeah. And I know I... Because you can do the auto battle and because you can do 4x speed, I way, way, way earned too many license points. Like, way too many license points. Yeah. It's like like a stupid amount. To the point where I I couldn't spend them. Um, Okay. And so it it is possible. um, Granted, like, I think I was overleveled for most of the game, but I also kind of like getting stompy in JRPGs, especially when you speed up the combat. Yeah. and like, anyways, uh, uh, it's a very, very easy game to grind in. Um, and earning license points is like pretty easy. Um, yeah, I've been noticing that for the most part, I can farm like these early level like hyenas and wolves. And I, I have like right now, I've, I think I just spent like 50 license points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just like like 20 minutes ago spent like 30 of them so i i'm building i'm accumulating it quite quickly um i just wanted to know if like i don't know does it like peter out for example i'm playing final fantasy 2 right now and they do have restrictions on how much your character can level up each ability so it's Mm -hmm. like you stop gaining a a experience at a certain point um Mm -hmm. until you fight harder enemies so In this, I was just worried that like, oh, does this is this going to stop 
because I could f- potentially farm level one enemies for a couple hours and buy like way too many things, right? Right. And I would encourage you not to do it like that that early, but yeah, okay. I don't know if there's like a drop-off point for that. I do know um, one of the systems for grinding in it is if you just chain kill the same type of enemy over yeah, and over, I've you seen build that. up a multiplier, and it increases the quality of the item drop they give you. Um, from like, and you'll see um, they have different icons for each level of item drop. So there will be a, a bronze, silver, and gold oh, token okay. that drops out of them for the item they're dropping. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's correlated with the combo that's being built up as you chain which enemy you're killing, um, which then like feeds back into this grind, ease of grind with it being automated once you get enough of the, uh, God, I cannot keep the name of the Gambit system straight in my head. Um, yeah. Once you get enough of the stuff for the Gambit system to really automate it. Yeah. You build up money that way, and so many of those drops are going to be things that you just want to sell, and then the money lets you buy the things that you need to actually take from the license board to say, well, now I also have the item that lets me oh, okay. on top of the license. Um, you know, once you buy Fyraga, you have yeah. it for anyone who has the license to use it. You're not buying an individual Fyraga per person. You are buying an individual whatever weapon if you have the same weapon license per person because you, you're equipping the weapon but the yeah. spells i'm pretty sure you if you have access to the spell and the person has it they have it okay yeah i think i i got i picked up an item that was a spell that is a black magic spell that i can't like my guy doesn't have so he can't use it and every time i go to technique it's just a blacked out block for right. black magic um or like a the faded text or whatever but yeah no it's so far i'm like okay the music is great and i don't know if it's been redone like i think when i started up the game it gave me an option of the style of music either classic real or uh orchestrated or trying to remember the last oh original soundtrack Hmm. and i just went reorchestrated like and like it's been solid like i've been really impressed final fantasy has always been a game with phenomenal music and uh, I think this game has been doing um, a pretty damn good job of it. Um, I like the like just the title screen has the prelude of Final Fantasy, which is interesting. Not going with the crystal theme, or or sorry, not the prelude, the uh, the main theme of Final Fantasy, or not the the crystal theme right. is just the uh, the scales that they do. The um, but. Um, yeah, no, it's it's been but it's been really solid and I've been really enjoying that. The voice acting has been getting to me a little bit. I I don't like Vaughn's voice actor. Um and I don't know if it's the like the way the how the lines are delivered compared to how the scene is shot because mm-hmm. like there'll be things like where he says something and then like there's like this long kind of pause while the character animation is doing something and then like somebody responds and it's just it gives me like this really weird like i don't i don't know it just feels weird like there's a disconnect um but other than that like i i'll get used to it i'm sure by the end of the game i won't even notice um and then the other uh, the other thing that's been kind of like going me got me going like uh, is the character models. Not a huge fan of the uh, the character models, especially like Vaughn's face right off the bat. I even like tweeted out today that, uh, hey, I just started up this game and it's a picture of him, like, him eating a fruit. And it just like it zooms in on his face for a second. And I'm just like, God damn, that stupid face. Um <laughs> But I, who am I to talk? Because like Zidane from Final Fantasy IX, he he has a a, a notoriously stupid kind of looking face too. So, right, well, whatever, right? Like uh, clearly the care. I don't care really what they look like. I want to know. Like I want this character to like speak to me. So hopefully through his character development throughout the game, I will fall in love with this character over <laughs> his weirdly. Um, narrow face and white lines where I feel like they really shouldn't be. But yeah, no, it's it's I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm excited to know that it's it's uh, 
that you really enjoy this game. So yes. One other tip from acts of the blood God, if I can pass. It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Frame the f- frame Vaughn as a side character, a plucky, oh. annoying sidekick who the game frames as the protagonist and main character, but he's really like the um, audience surrogate yeah, 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 yeah. child's view of a the story doesn't revolve around him he is just there for the ride right yes and i like the story that takes place and the political machinations going on um for a lot of the side characters a lot more and um my understanding and this is me pulling a memory from a podcast that i listened to several years ago um probably like five years ago jesus i'm so old um (laughs) he actually wasn't the original like lead character and um, through some production changes from square um, because they wanted to make it appeal to younger people and like people who liked, you know, final fantasy seven and final fantasy 10 with these like young plucky male protagonists, they centered it on that character as opposed to the original planned protagonists. Um, Interesting. Yeah, okay, so I'll keep my, my mind open on this one. Uh, it's also cool because I'm playing through this, the world of uh, Ivalace or whatever, yes. and Ivalace or whatever. I can't, they've actually pronounced it, and I was like, well, that's not how I pronounced it. But I played a lot of uh, Tactics Advance. That Me was too. That was my way in because Final oh, Fantasy Tactics, Adva- Tactics Advance is one of my favorite games from when I was growing up. Oh, cool. I love that. I did too. And you know what? I thought it was a little corny that like, oh, it's one of those you're sucked into the world and it's like everybody knows like, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny. And um, but I really enjoyed it. I actually didn't grow up playing the original Final Fantasy Tactics. I always thought Final Fantasy Advance uh, Tactics Advance was just an advanced version of until years later I go and I was like, oh, oh this, is, this is not the case. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I remember I got it the year it came out on Game Boy Advance. I I got it for Christmas and I played the shit out of that game. And so when they announced Final Fantasy 12, that, that was a huge selling point for me. I was Mm -hmm. like, holy shit. I love this. This is cool. I was expecting judges and I was expecting, but of course it's a little bit, a little bit different, but the world does seem to have like the same like races and stuff like that. So it's. I like those connections. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get. I'm giving the the game the junior college try. I'm gonna play it through the whole game. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna squander. Like I when I did this, I did this a few years ago where I was like, I'm gonna finally beat Final Fantasy VIII because mm. I own two copies of it and I've never beaten it. And I've sat down to play it multiple times. And let me tell you, not worth it. <laughs> Just I did not care for that story at all but uh no i i think final fantasy 8 actually has a really cool battle system and i know the battle system is sometimes made fun of the draw system has potential i think it was there's a few short sites in it i think there should have been like some like caps like a range of like where your abilities kind of like don't get affected by how much of a spell you have or something like that I think there needs to be a little leeway so you're not afraid to use spells. But um, yeah, Eight's story was hot garbage. And anybody who says otherwise, that's their own opinion. But <laughs> I, I, I'm I, sorry. Everybody has amnesia and you're all from the same orphanage and nobody remembers that? Like, what? What? Oh, your school te- or like your teacher or surrogate their mother or whatever is the the evil lady like i don't know it was too too corn just so corny um i um did not get far enough in final fantasy 8 to know any of that but literally yeah literally just one guy is just like oh yeah i knew the whole time didn't you guys know i thought you guys were just you guys knew that we all grew up in this orphanage together and i was like no no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> None of us knew this. Ah, oh, so so silly. Yeah, it's it, it was just bad storytelling. I, I think I don't know. I think it was 
it had a cool system. I like I know what you're saying. I remember a lot of people loving the graphics when it first came out for eight. But mm. uh, uh, anyway, nostalgia is a powerful thing. Um, Final Fantasy 12. I'm I'm enjoying it because I am giving myself the time to enjoy it. I'm not trying to. Uh, um, I I'm a, I'm sitting there with like. I'm not going to judge it too harshly until I get into the meat and potatoes. I know Final Fantasies have a, a notorious time of getting like the show on the road. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not every Final Fantasy uh, starts with like an absolute banger of an intro and you just go straight into like awesome events. Right. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to enjoy it and I'll come back in weeks to come and I'll let you guys know how it goes. Reminds me of the classic uh, early take on Final Fantasy 13 of, well, you just have to give it 40 hours and then it gets <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think that game's had a critical reappraisal in the last several years, uh, and I'm actually eager to check it out, although I think it just got taken off a of Game Pass, so I might have missed my window. No, nah, no, I'm pretty sure it still is because I just downloaded it. Oh, shoot. Don't I can't have this information, James. How will I ever play Final Fantasy nine on my switch if I play all these other ones first? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, no, d- stop everything you're doing. Play Final Fantasy nine because John's playing through it right now. He keeps sending me messages. I'm really eager to talk to him about it because he doesn't like turn based games, right? Mm. He he's he's not a huge fan of him, but he's like I, he heard me talk so much praise about nine that uh, he's given it a shot and <laughs> I, I keep helping like he's like oh my god why does this keep happening oh my god why is this keep? i was like oh dude you, got, you just need this um but it's like i feel so bad because it's like if you don't like a turn-based system it's right. it's a whole game of a turn-based system right so i don't know i don't know I, i'm hoping he sticks with it but it's are you telling me that in one to two years, there's going to be a mostly normal gamers Final Fantasy IX spoiler cast with all us. <laughs> you gotta get Angie in on this too. Oh my god, I hope so because I could talk to that game. That that game is my. That's the Final Fantasy I hold above all others, and like, it's not my first one. And a lot of people say their first one is their favorite. My first mm-hmm. one was Final Fantasy IV, um, but my favorite one is Nine, and I think Nine is just an absolute masterpiece. Um, I fucking love it. I, I, enough about, enough about Final Fantasy. Oh, wait. Uh, (laughs) actually, as we jump into the news. There's never enough Final Fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and of course, as I'm trying to transition and get back to the dock, my goddamn computer froze up on me. Okay, here we go. An so elegant segue. <laughs> yeah, now, now that I smoothly handled that technical issue, <laughs> could Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two be coming in 2022? The people are asking. We want to know. The Final Fantasy gamers want to know. The fucking Nomura stands want to know. And let me tell you, Andy Robinson over at Video Game Chronicle has a Video Games Chronicle. Sorry, the games is pluralized. I should be accurate with their, with their name of their website. Yes, you got to uh, be. Andy over at VGC writes, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII news will be shared next month. Remake director reveals Square Enix recently suggested it would release new games this year with a Final Fantasy 16 trailer also coming soon. I don't... Mm. Ooh. Mm. 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 Juicy. And that's all according to Nomura. Uh, there was a Japanese live stream focused on the Battle Royale Final Fantasy 7, the first shoulder. Oh, the first shoulder. Mm. Soldier? First soldier. Uh, there we go. Uh, which was uh, held today. Um, and there's going to be potentially a reveal of remake part two in June, uh, trying to, uh, share details on it during the anniversary year, which is this year. Yeah. 35 years. Um, yeah, no. So I think we're getting 16 this year. 
we're getting Final Fantasy 16. There's there's no way we're not. They've they've talked multiple times. The last couple articles, it's basically finished. They're just doing final touch. I think uh, fourth quarter we'll get it. If if we get it third quarter, I'd be blown away because that's literally the next. That's like the next thing that's going to happen, right? Uh, but uh, I think we're going to get it holiday if. If anything, we're getting a holiday. I don't think we're getting Final Fantasy VII um, remake part two this year. Okay. I think we'll. De- I think it'll be if we're, if it's going to be soon, it'll be next year. I think that's the soonest we're going to see it. There's we'll get, we'll get news about it. I oh, think I think the news. Started. Yeah, I think the news. We're going to get a trailer. We're gonna get. We're gonna get some gameplay. Uh, Maybe they're going to show off some of the new characters we can play as. Yeah. So, okay. Prediction time. Cause this is what I'm excited about because okay. yeah, I, my first final fantasy was final fantasy seven. And so um, I just love those characters so much. And so I want to know what's your prediction. I have two different questions. Yeah. Who do you think we're shown to like get us excited in this kind of revealed June time, like teaser for remake two? who who's the like and also check this out character uh and then titillatingly do you think this could focus on an entirely different party makeup than the first part in uh part one yes okay so i i see what you're saying um i think we are definitely going to be. I I pray we will be able to control Red Thirteen. That's I. They tacked them on at the end. You can't tease us and not let us play as Red Thirteen. Red Thirteen is one of my mains. I absolutely love him in my party. Um, he's so but cool. And he's oh so my god, cool. I love his characterization and remake. Oh, it's so good, it's right? So good. Um, but I think I do not think. I don't want. I, I don't think we're getting a Vincent yet. I don't want a Vincent yet. <laughs> I want, just say. Do you know what I want the squad to be? Just because like okay, yeah. hit, me hit, was hit me with the squad. Hit me with the squad. Let's see. Clearly Yuffie. Clearly Yuffie, Red yeah. 13. And you bring in Vincent. Oh. Ooh. What about Kate Sith? We need some uh, Kate They Sith teased love. Kate Sith already yes. too. Yeah, especially or, I'm sorry, yeah. Cat Sheath, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, it. we're probably pr- mispronouncing like an actual Japanese like critter that is that is significant throughout mythology, um, and we've just bat- anglicized the name so so brutally. Um, I, I would so I mean th- thinking back to Final Fantasy VII, right? Um, we're on our way to. I mean, at the end of the remake. We're gonna, I think calm I, is yeah calm is going to be a cutscene, and then do we end up going to cosmo canyon right away and like meet right family yeah so i think oh, sorry, gonna, everyone, spoilers for a game from when i was eight yeah we're not going to go to we're not, like we're not going to the the whole like yuffie dealt with like that whole mini game with the board game um with uh whatchamacallit um the, the phoenix egg mountain we don't have to touch that place ever. We, and we never will. We, the characters aren't going there. We're not going to see that. Um, they, ma- they made it a minigame. Uh, it was a great minigame, by the way. Way better than the original. Fort Condor. Fort Condor. Thank you. Um, uh, we're not going there. That's just that's out of the game. Uh, people are like, oh, it's going to be open world. I don't think it's going to be open world. I think it's going to follow episodic kind of formula the way the first game did. Um, I think it'll be more expanded. I think we'll have like abilities to go back and forth through areas. They did talk about how it's going to utilize more of the PlayStation five hardware and the PlayStation five can has the super cool SSD too many S's there. But yeah, the solid state drive, which allows us to do insane loads, right? So we can, literally have them from one full area to another full area like like nothing right so i think they're going to definitely do a lot like they're going to open it up but it's not going to be open world and i don't think they could turn around unless they were doing some sort of like parallel development with remake yeah 
Yeah. I don't think we could get to an open world scale with the same visual fidelity. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, I'm that's that's where I'm. It's not going to be open world. It's going to be linear paths. We're going to be able to go back to the places we want to uh, quite quickly. Um, Which you can I, do I, in remake. Oh, yeah. Eventually. Eventually, right? And it's at a certain point right but i think it's going to be a lot more like the 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 extended areas of remake near the end um we're going to skip yeah basically kelm's going to be a cutscene. it's going to be our intro it's going to give us the backstory it's going to have the cool cutscenes as like somebody's telling the story and uh tifa's like that's not how it happened but it happened and then um we're going to go to essentially I don't think we're going to do a Chocobo Ranch bullshit. I think we're just going to... It might be part of... Like, I think, well... Hear me out. Hear me out. They had I, all the bullshit in Remake from all... They had all oh, the yeah. bullshit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I did a, a goddamn exercise minigame multiple times to That's unlock true. shit. This, this is they true. Will have, they will have the bullshit. If I they can promise you anything about Remake Part 2, they will have the bullshit. I think they no. I, I hear what you're saying, but they were also trying to stretch out um, three hours into like seventy hours. So really, you're looking at a three-hour segment that they've really stretched out. I think this time it's going to be like seventy hours that they're going to really try and compress. Right? Oh, so, interesting. So, do um, you think they're really they're going to strip it for parts and really hone in on like what are the key the key elements? Yes, absolutely. Know. I think we will do the. We're definitely going to see that Midgar serpent speared up on that fucking tree. Like that that scene is too iconic that you can't not have that. Like that's that's such a set piece. Like, oh my god, Sephiroth did this. Yes, like this is insane. So we're definitely. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe we will have a little like we're gonna have a level where we're trying to collect something to get a chocobo. It's not gonna. It, it'll be in the swampy areas, but you can't go to the steeper end of the swamp, mm. and then you're gonna hit that Midgar serpent because they've always got. You've got to be threatened by that serpent, right? You got to accidentally get close and see it and be like, "Oh shit, this ain't good." So, um, God, it's so much. It, yeah, it, it, I'm like, it, I did a quick Google image search just to like be reminded of it. It's yeah, so intense. It's so good. <laughs> and so we're gonna do that segment. We're gonna do the um, the Barrett, uh, like basically going through the Barrett's hometown and the mines or whatever. And he's we're gonna get a lot of Barrett's backstory there. Um. I think we're going to oh, go to Cosmo is Canyon. Is all of part two just hitting the big backstory beats, right? Because that's I what... think so. I, I think know. so. And so we're going to go to Cosmo Canyon. We're going to get info on Red 13, Red 13's background. This is why I think he has to be a playable character. He's key. Um, and then we're going to... Uh, I think if they do it right, we are going to finish the game with the... Uh, the mo one of the most famous scenes of the the original of all video games of 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 some of yeah, uh, yeah it's one of the most famous scenes out of all video games uh Which the we most, will not spoil here i won't yeah obviously not like uh, if you're going to spoil anything it's not that moment despite everybody knowing what we're referring to uh it's going to end just, there because it's there are the, some sweet summer children. There are some gamer babies. Oh, yeah. Oh, who yeah. Didn't, who don't know, I don't think. And that's a beautiful thing. That's a precious it, thing that we shouldn't <laughs> taint. We can't taint this for them. So my theory is we finish off there. So I think they're going to trim the fat around the edges to get us to that point and conclude on that. So we have that cliffhanger, that moment. And I know we defeated fate. So we are there's going to be some major changes in the game. Well, it's going to follow the same path, but we are going to see some differences from the original to this one. And I'm cool with that. I'm I played the original multiple times. I want a experience that is in the same vein with the same characters, but give me something a little new. And that's what I loved about remake was they gave me something a little new, newer than I was expecting. Um. I I think we are going to get 
I'm, we aren't going to get a ton of new characters. We're going to, at best, we're going to get three. And that's my opinion. I think they're going to save Vincent for the, uh, the final act. I think they're going to go deeper into Vincent's storyline and stuff like that. Uh, because you don't get a ton of Vincent's storyline um, in the original unless you go and get him. Well, so, right. yeah. So, so I feel like... Is part three... Yeah. Well, I think they're going to do a trilogy. I don't. I, I think oh, if they yeah. try and do more than a trilogy, then it's people are going to be like done with it. Is part three Sid? Well, where does where does Sid comes of, in before that because you get the the plane right? Is that so, that early? Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it is because I think we're going to get Sid, Yuffie, and Red Thirteen. I think honestly, if we we try and squeeze in Kate, Sith, and Vincent, it's going to be too much. Um, I think Kate Sith will be there, but he won't be playable. You do get Kate Sith early on too, right? Like you get him um, at literally. the uh, the yeah. literally the next arc. Um, so he show. I mean, he shows up where he showed up in remake. You know? Yeah. So I think we will run into him. We will in- interact with him. I don't think we'll play as him. I don't think we'll play as him until after we get like <laughs> Kate Sith two or whatever. You know, <laughs> like what about um? I mean, we're get we're... spoilers for the end of remake. Isn't isn't Zach back? Yeah. All right. Yes. My question is: do, Hear me out. Hear me out. Do we want the having having changed fate? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm with are you. Are we hard pivoting, and we won't know where our beloved Trinity plus two other people, love triangle plus, <laughs> yeah, is going? We won't get them at all in remake. But what you get is. Zach Fair in Final Fantasy Crisis Core 2, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, what about okay, I don't know if I I don't know if I like that. I really want to follow these characters. I'm invested in these characters, right? But what I, if what I if really, I'm 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 following you on your what if train with Zach Fair? What if Yuffie doesn't join up with Cloud and them? What if Yuffie joins Zack and and Zack gets Vincent and Zack gets um, Kate Sith? Yeah, and there's I have this thought, and I was thinking about this before remembering that Zack is potentially like yeah. Back. What if there's an antagonistic? mirror party right because they've already framed yuffie as this person who absolutely hates everything that's going on with your team right yeah she's she's it's sort of like gonna be a rival character what if there's literally a rival party that you're like competing with or running into or having friction with and like whether or not they completely switch the game to being from that rival party with zach at the lead's perspective like, what if they're just there, like, in the background, running into stuff, causing issues for you, all spurred from this change of fate, you know? Yeah. And maybe maybe that's the case. Because the other thing is, Yuffie was, like, we run into Yuffie in the fields, right? She tries to steal from us. She steals her shit. And then you have to, like, neglect her in order to, for her to join your team. So, literally, it, I, it could be a situation like that, where they could team up potentially a few times, but... uh yeah, I, I think, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's some potential there. It's going to be interesting. I'm really excited to see what they show us next month because there is so many possibilities. I, I can't even, I can't even contain it. Man, remakes are on the rise. Let me tell you. There are so, so many remakes. And in fact, speaking of things that might be this year, Mm. Also from VGC, Tom Ivan writes, The Last of Us PlayStation 5 remake is reportedly likely 
to be released in 2022. Multiple reports have suggested the unannounced game is nearly finished. A prominent journalist has backed up previous reports that The Last of Us remake for PS5 will be released in 2022. Um, Jeff Grubb from GamesBeat is quoted as saying, I keep hearing that's coming out this year. On the latest episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast, uh, The Last of Us remake this holiday, to continue his quote. He later added, quote, I'm pretty confident about that too. Uh, Bloomberg first reported last April that a remake of 2013's PS3 game, The Last of Us, was in the works for PS5. Um, And Bloomberg, uh, this probably being Jason Schreier, uh, claimed uh, the project was originally in development at PlayStation's Visual Arts Service Group before the studio was switched to a support role on the game. Are you ready? for more Last of Us, James. I never made it all the way through the first Last of Us um, and what? didn't pick up Last of Us 2. I have it sitting. I have the Last of Us HD uh, on PS4. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I've, there's too many video games, James. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, I totally do. So I've put off revisiting it. Um, and I don't have a PS5, so <laughs> um, maybe now's the time before I'm like extra disappointed that it's not this ultra beautiful uh, PS5 remake. But um, do do you buy into this this idea that this could be coming out this soon? I uh, it makes sense. I think at the very least, uh, if it's I I think 2022 seems super early. I figured they would have released it like side by side with the TV show. When the uh, the new HBO show comes out, I think it's next year. Um, I, I figured they'd release it side by side, so people go, "Oh shit, this is this show is really good. I want to check out this game." Well, hey, you got the brand new uh, remastered game for the PS Five. Uh, is it think PS4? of the synergy, James. Like it's uh, it makes sense, right? And yeah, so that that drives up thing. your game sales. Uh, you don't look at that. Or the people who've been playing the remake game are going to be checking out. I mean, honestly, anybody who's been wa- playing the games are going to be watching the show. I'm sure. Um, the first game I think is really solid in terms of pacing. I think the second game is a little long in the teeth, especially that final act. It goes on a little too long. But I think the second game was a much better game in in its whole. Um, If they use that engine and those like sort of that's and they remake this game uh, on par with Last of Us Part Two, I think this is going to be a fucking home run. It's going to be such a good game. And the fans that. The new fans, those potential new fans that are just waiting in the wings to become fast Last of Us fans, they are. This is the game that's going to hook them. Damn. Yeah. Do you? Where? Where's your? What's your read on how good or bad this HBO Last of Us show is going to turn out? I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be a solid. Uh, competent show. I, I don't think it's going to be like the best video game adaptation uh, we've ever seen, but I think it's going to be a good show. Uh, I like um, uh, Pablo. What is his? Pas- uh, Pedro Pablo Pascal. Pas- Pedro Pascal. That's yeah. it. Um, I, I like him as an actor. I think he's a solid um, uh, actor. And then the, 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 the little girl was in uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember her name. I apologize. Like, I, I, but I think it's going to be f- fine. I mean, the beauty of that first game is it plays out like a movie anyway. So really, we're going to they got Nick Offerman playing one of my favorite characters. And it, I think he's perfect for it. He's going to Ramsey it. is portraying Ellie. Bella yeah, Ramsey. that's right. Bella Ramsey. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Nick Offerman playing um a, a, he's going to be playing like a crazy trapper conspiracy nut in the middle of a mm. city block, which he is like completely like taken over 
and living off the land and he hates everyone and he's got booby traps and and uh he's it's gonna be nick offerman being nick offerman from parks and rec but <laughs> better but better because it's gonna be he's gonna be allowed to be lethal and crazy um i i'm a big nick offerman uh lover specifically from his his role on parks and rec and ron swanson i think, I think he is uh, actually a really gifted actor too so oh yeah that'll be really cool i don't adaptations are fine i really don't think games that are this narratively driven need to be adapted necessarily i agree i think there's we choose the medium to tell our story in purposefully and i think there's a, there's a good reason why we don't have comic book a lot well comic book films that have worked for a long time it's only when comic books became when film started to reflect the comic book medium did it did it work right mcu is following a comic book formula they're following that sort of like you have to be like reading the series you get invested in that series mm. um the one-offs like the watchmen movie right that was trying to be the watchmen graphic novel which is or like it's like what six 12 issues 12 issues of the watchmen 12 issues one for it, each hour yeah on that's right alan alan moore hated that movie and he hated any form of adaptation of his work um and it's because he wrote it with a specific um idea in mind and it was for the comic medium your your comic book at the end of every issue you're spliced in some voyage of the 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 black treader or whatever voyage of the black freighter that's black what it freighter. was yeah yeah um you're is given um one of the old owls um m like book you're reading through his like memoirs essentially um you, you're getting all of this stuff that in a print medium that is the only way you could ingest this sort of information that movie fell so short because it only hit these superhero moments but there's such a humanity behind everything else. You're watching this kid read a comic and you are part of that comic. Like you're reading the comic the kid is reading. And then anyway, there's so much to it. He chose that medium because that's what it can do. Um, so yeah, when I think the only thing that a HBO last of us um, show is going to be able to do for us is give us new fans get people mm -hmm. invested people who or or people that can't play video games or don't play video games because that's not something they do but they can still enjoy that story now without needing to buy a $600 console and an $80 game or they can three two to three hundred dollar console and a yeah dollar game um so one final thing taking a step back yeah you bringing up watchmen and hbo in the same paragraph we'll yeah. say uh leads me to the delightful and i think spectacular watchmen television show from hbo did you ever watch that 100 percent. that was a brilliant show and you know what it was designed for television or is designed for HBO. So it worked. It was Do so you good. I think there's a chance, a snowball's chance in hell that they try to do something as audacious as that, or is it? I feel like the news is already kind of out that they're just doing the first Last of Us. They're, story. they're just. I think they're just going to do the first Last of Us story. Could, and could you imagine a the gamer fanboys going rabid with anger that they oh of course to change the narrative and b how just oh my god sorry that show gives me chills and upsets me and like really like stirs my brain it's it's one of the finest pieces of tv i've seen in a really long time yeah um, and so i would hbo as a brand i think brings a lot of weight brings a lot of heavy hitters yeah um, and and i think um is like the birthplace of like prestige tv in a lot of ways I, I i would argue mm -hmm. and so I, if anyone was to pull something off and do more than just make an adaptation of it i think 
it could happen there. Um, also I think recently changed parent companies to people. Yeah. Discovery's trying I, to save some money. I don't know. I think it's going to be the first last of us. I think we're going to get a lot more. There's going to like, we don't, we take there's because the half of the game we play, right? So they don't have that opportunity to have us invested in that those moments because we are not going to be playing them. We're going to have a lot more downtime with these characters. We're going to have a lot more like individual situations that are different. Mm -hmm. And it's still going to be this story of two people trekking across uh, insanely dangerous land, essentially making their way across the country. Uh, to tr- potentially save the planet because um, one person has something that the rest of the world needs. Um, it's going to be a lot more character work. It's going to be a lot more of the characters interacting with each other that, in ways that we wouldn't have seen in the game because we're too busy shooting the heck out of zombies. There's right. going to be those high stress moments, but because we're not playing all those moments, they're not going to be lo- as long, right? We're going to it's going to be a lot more of these, like we've got to remember there's, there's so many, I guess you've never played it, but there's so many of these characters. I got at least one of the float, uh, raft of wood puzzle moments. Okay. So I played okay. some of it. Yeah. I, yeah. Craft, I hid, I crafted. Yeah. So there's a lot to those games that is that is going to be missed in a TV show. So they're going to have to come up with a lot more. I think the characters are going to stick around a little bit longer than they did in the game. Um, I can't imagine them be a character of the week scenario. Um, But I think it's going to be a very good adaptation of a very good game. Uh, I can't see it failing because this the 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 brickwork that's been laid has been um is much is much better i think the one thing that this show will do for us much better than the game ever will is let us empathize more with joel because joel is a a shitty human being and anybody who says that he is a great person like he makes some choices that are downright disgusting and he is like the stuff that he talks about and says in the game is horrifying. He had openly admits to being like essentially oh, a wait, don't tell a, me. Oh, you can go on, but I'm just going to take my headphones off. Then for those that are uh, worried about spoilers in the game, he openly admits to being a raider at times. He goes off the rails and, and says, Oh yeah, I've been on the other side of this event where, that, where you're being attacked by, um, uh, uh, more raiders essentially savagely far, like farming people uh, keeping tracks of their weight it's there's some pretty disgusting human uh, ta- uh, things going on and uh, and I think that we are going to be able to empathize more with the character in the show than we would in the game I don't know I know a lot of people disagreed with me but uh, that's just uh, that some people really like his, him as a person, but I think he was intentionally supposed to be a bad guy. But I'm just giving the thumbs up so we can get Chris back in here. Yeah, sorry, I was like, wait, I am actually going to play this, and I think technically I had this. It, when Last of Us Two came out, I think I like somehow yeah. got spoiled, or like, I mean, I, technically knowing that there's a Last of Us Two, and knowing the premise of it, you'd know some sort of spoilers and i think yeah. there's spoilers swimming around in my head but i'd done so well at avoiding the spoilers yeah yeah, yeah sorry i um, uh and it's, i want to yeah, forget it's... again because I, I i think i mostly have forgotten um totally speaking fine. of two people trekking across something james yeah you and i have trekked across a podcast and i think <laughs> it's time for us to bid fond farewell at least for this week. Uh, I, I'm i more excited about this show now. You, you're you a very good hype man, James. Am I, am I? <laughs> Every time we talk, my, my brain goes, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great, I think it's a great personality trait. Anyways, well, thank you. With that, um, 
Thanks as always for hanging out. And would you let people know where they can find you on the internet? James? Yeah, you can. Uh, you can if you want to hear me spout off some nonsense like I do today. I, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, but Lord Primus. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram where I sometimes post my artwork that I'm working on. Um, and if you just want to watch me play video games quite poorly, uh, twitch.tv slash BLP Entertainment. I play on Mondays and Wednesdays. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Monday and Wednesday. Coming shortly after this recording, in fact. Indeed. Um, you can find me at VG Occasion on Twitter. Uh, once again, if you want to contribute to the content, you can send an email to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Follow the official podcast Twitter at Podcast. Sign up for Mostly Normal Monthly, which will be resurrected at some point, I swear. I feel like I'm turning into a broken record on this, uh, which is at mngamers.substack.com. And finally, on your podcast platform of choice, whether that is Apple Podcasts, something I don't know about, or even Spotify, please leave us a review, recommend us to a friend, and help spread the word about our tough little show. With that, I have a Hearthstone Arena run to go finish as the Druid with a deck that is doing just okay, but none of my other decks have done remotely close to as well as this. So I am going to go play a very specific game. Bye. Bye. <laughs>